Hey listeners, thanks for tuning into our podcast, but we know you may have an idea for your own podcast and that's why we are recommending you go get Anchor. Mm-hmm. You can create your own podcast and then like maybe have us on as guests. You should definitely have us on. For oh, we're, we're, I just checked our calendar. We're busy, Ooh. Oh, but we're available on this day. We can pencil okay, we'll you be, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're we in. can do it. Okay, we, we it. said yes. Forget it. I don't like your ideas. <laughs> um, <laughs> Anchor is the system we use and it's got a lot of cool tools. You can actually, it's kind of a one-stop shop place where you can go, you can record, edit everything, even implement songs from Spotify into your podcast. Mm-hmm. And what I like about it the most, to be honest, is that it makes us money and I love money. And it also is free, which is kind of like, you know, you save money. It's like I think that's the biggest money. thing is like it's free. So you don't have to worry about like paying any kind of fee or signing up for thing. And they do everything for you. So... You can go there. They will distribute your podcast for you so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the other places your family are going to ignore you on. So uh, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started for free. Mm-hmm. Did we mention it's free? Free and you make money. You're going to make money. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe. Your family will ignore you. That's we're, true. It cuts to the core. We're not, we're not going to be on your podcast. Come on, kids, now gather round. Grab along and sit right down. What's that smell? What's that sound? You're on fire, now hit the ground. It's the campfire shit show. And now, your camp counselors, Bo Hufford and Mero Climo. Uh, Jill, Jill's friend. Oh. <laughs> A little like Haitian boy. We don't, no one knows why he was there. <laughs> and so the stripper just stood there, and he walks down the line, and each of you put your mm-hmm. your mouth on his dick. Mm-hmm. We went, and then the and last then, person was and you, I was like, and you sucked his dick until he yep, came all over my dress. And then I went downstairs and kissed my boyfriend on the lips. <laughs> I really was disrespectful in that relationship, which like was karma because the one after the relationship after I was like so in love and I got my heart stomped on. So it, it all works out in the end. Wow, did it work out in your end? Uh, yeah, it worked out in my I end. I just, I've never been in a situation where I was with a stripper in a strip club or any other place and thought, like, I want to fuck this girl. I just, I. What? It, it seems nasty. That's, no, like when you were in Cheetahs with me? I didn't want to fuck any of those girls, believe me. Half of them had, like, two teeth. Literally, between seven girls, you. there was one full set of teeth. I'm still on the, the idea that you sucked a stripper's dick in a <gasps> line of 14 people. That's what I'm on. I think that's unbelievable. One day. Your last day of work? Is that what it was? Your birthday? My, my last day of work? <laughs> is it going away present? No. It was a birthday a few years ago. Birthday a few years ago. Yes. Somebody hires a big black stripper. Mm-hmm. Well, now c- we know that the guest today is not going to invite his mom to listen to the podcast. I'm just saying, like, I just, 14 people in a row, the one, the guy takes his dick out after stripping in this business setting, and the girls, one by one, all of you just sucked his dick. So far, the story is correct how you're telling it. Then it gets to you, yep. and you you totally suck that dick. Yes, I was 24. Yeah, and you suck his dick I wanted until, to prove a point. until he comes all over you. That's what happens, usually chronologically, Then, yes. in an absolute whirlwind of only Meryl, you go downstairs immediately after, and your boyfriend at the time just happens to be there. He was a great boyfriend. And then he kisses you on the lips. Lovingly. Lovingly. Meanwhile, you have come all over your dress. Comingly. Jesus. <laughs> Only Mary. Well, today, guys, we've got a great show for you. We've got a really good guest. We're it's up- that stripper. No, no, no. <laughs> <not that> stripper. <laughs> He's running for mayor right now in L.A. 
We are in L.A. today again because we're here to see and talk to the infamous Nick Green, yeah. also known as Grim, Grim Green. Green. Yeah. This is yeah. awesome. Grim Green is a YouTuber. He's got over 350,000 uh, subscribers. He's got over 1,000 videos. He does uh, tobacco harm reduction. Wow. Advocacy. Advocacy. Why Advocacy. did I say advocation? Advocation it's his vocation. <laughs> yeah. He's an advocate. And you are, it says here you're a Culture of Clouds podcast. That's your podcast. Your podcast yeah. is actually called The Culture, culture of, of Clouds. clouds. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Culture of Clouds. And then what does, yeah, we'll, t- we'll get into it. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you've, uh, you've actually, he's, he's organized multiple bi-coastal vape events yeah. as well as he's gone global with that, I think. Uh, yeah, not me exactly, but I've been global. And then you doing. <laughs> I've been global. It I've sounds like Pitbull. I like that. Like <laughs> Mr. 305. Green Worldwide. <laughs> 708. <laughs> and then you've actually also been on the cover of Vape Magazine. Yeah. It was Man, great. We heard about what you do, and I looked up some of your stuff. And I was like, "We got to talk to this guy." Yes, I was very excited when Nick even got back to me. As a full uh, disclosure, I'm a fan of his YouTube channel, yeah. even as not a vape person. Stop that. Nick does a great job on the channel, and yeah. I thought it would be super cool to have him on and talk about and to educate us on vaping in general. Yeah, because yeah. I've, I've actually never done it. Yeah, well, have you done it, Meryl? Ever? Um. I've done it like my boyfriend vapes. Yeah. And uh, I have like smelled it near him, or I think I've like plugged it in if it's electronic. I'm pretty sure Meryl has no idea what I don't know what it is either. I also (laughs) was very confused and full. Another disclosure is that I thought we would be smoking a lot of weed today. Oh, that was the best. Actually, uh, before we get started, uh, the way Meryl presented this idea to me was that there's this guy. His name is Grim Green. He's huge on YouTube doing uh, reviews of vaping and that. Uh, we're going to go up and we're going to do the podcast in L.A. And we're actually going to get high with him because he does a lot of stuff with weed. <laughs> and then uh, I was prepared. <laughs> He's I was, a weed advocate. Yeah. Oh. I was totally prepared to come up and get high and do mm-hmm. this podcast. Uh, something I don't usually do. I'm not one of those guys that does it. I, whatever. Do it. Don't do it. I don't care. Yeah. I just don't. And uh, we got here and then realized he has nothing to do with weed. <laughs> and I was like, Meryl, what are you doing? I like asked him in the email. I'm like, should we be prepared to sleep over in your office if we get too high? And, like, and I've, I've cleared my entire week because I thought I was going to be high for like two oh weeks in general. God. But oh no. So welcome. Yeah. Th- well, thank you. We're so well, happy to have you. Here. I know. And for the record, it, getting st- it's still on the table if you do want to do it. It's literally on the table. It's literally on the table. <laughs> it's right in front of us on the table. No pressure, but you don't have to do it. Maybe like maybe halfway into it, we could take a commercial break and toke <laughs> up, as they say, in mm, Southern California. Uh, yeah. Before we even get into the whole history of it, what is the difference between smoking and vaping? Okay. There's a uh, there's a lot. Um, yeah. uh Vapor products contain uh, generally four ingredients. Uh, it's, it's nicotine, which is, you know, pharmaceutical grade nicotine, high quality nicotine. Uh, there's generally food flavorings involved, although they don't have to be. Mm-hmm. And there is, you need something to suspend those in as a liquid. So we use propylene glycol, which sounds like a scary chemical thing. Um, it's what they put in fog machines for stage fog. Okay. So if you ever go to like a magic show yeah. or the magic castle down the street yeah. and they use fog, it's that. And that's what's in it. And you're essentially uh, inhaling the vapor, of uh, absorbing machine. the nicotine into your bloodstream and, and exhaling it like, like, like it was cigarette smoke. Wait, what was okay. the fourth? Cause, so the uh, there's two suspension liquids. They can use propylene glycol or vegetable glycerin or, oh, or okay. a combination of both. Um, 
see, this is going to get real nerdy, but propylene glycol uh, generally holds the flavor a lot better, but vegetable glycerin produces more vapor. Okay. And so some vapors like to have a, a combination of the two, you know, to have better flavor, produce more vapor. It's usually a mix of the two with a food grade flavoring and then nicotine and then that's it. And that's what's in it. So is the kind of nicotine the same that is in the same, the nicotine in it, cigarette? Uh, y- yes and no. They have um, uh, synthetic nicotine. It's called tobacco-free nicotine. And it's a uh, synthetic nicotine that's in some liquids. Uh, the majority of the liquids are, uh, are a product of tobacco. They come from the tobacco plant. So you're getting the nicotine from the tobacco plant without the tobacco plant okay. in a liquid form. And that's what's in. That's what's in. Like baby. a cloned baby. But it's not an e Essentially the same. But it's, <laughs> just, I'm just kidding. That, We're I'm just, just I, That's <laughs> not a good representation. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. <laughs> it's all the yeah. things of a baby, but yeah. it's a fake baby. But it's yeah. a fake, fake baby. baby. Okay, fake so then baby. how... Oh, I'm so interested. Okay, so then when did the world of vaping even begin? And when did well, it begin for you? And how did you get into vaping? It, you know, I, I was... Like I was saying, I was, a, I was a heavy smoker. I enjoyed smoking. I was in... Uh, you know, when you're in a rock band and you're playing shows and dive bars, all you do is smoke cigarettes and drink PBR and play rock music. Mm-hmm. That's what I did for right. so long. And I loved it. And I loved smoking. And then uh, I got a job where smoking was forbidden. It was a it was a sensory job. It was a coffee tasting job. Oh. And when I became a coffee taster, um, you know, you need all your senses. And so they make it a point, you know zero tolerance policy on this no smoking and so i just quit smoking cold turkey whoa yeah it was tough for about three years oh my god you were in withdrawal for about three years yeah, like it really was really once you you don't i feel like you really never quit smoking i feel like at any point any smoker even if you hadn't had a cigarette in 15 years you still crave it my dad says that he used to smoke when i was a little kid and i think he came home one day and i was like look dad I'm you or something like that and I had a cigarette in my mouth oh. and he quit smoking the next day oh. like he was just like I'm done and we talked to you years I mean 20 years later he's like there's not a day that goes by that I don't think about mm-hmm. picking up a cigarette really yeah when he's like when, when he's in a bar or something but he hasn't smoked but he because he knows as soon as he picks it up yeah he's he'll fucked. be back it's, again it's all downhill it's done. so he'll he's start g- buying cartons yeah all yeah. over again yeah so even when you quit, I feel like you you still always crave it. Yeah. And so <laughs> as soon as this job ended, as soon as I took a different job where I didn't need to be in sensory evaluation anymore, yeah. cigarettes. Wow. Right away. Like now you don't drink coffee, which is so funny. Beat. I know. You're now saying, I don't yeah. even drink coffee. <laughs> cigarettes right away. I thought, oh, cool. I can smoke again. Yeah. And I was really looking forward to it. And then it made me feel so cruddy after not smoking for so long that I thought, there's got to be a better way. <laughs> and so my brother and I, uh, this is too long of a story, but my brother and I were going to Las Vegas and I didn't want to smoke like a chimney in Las Vegas. Cause when you're in Las Vegas, mm-hmm. you're sitting at a blackjack table with a cigarette and a martini and you feel like Dean Martin. Yeah. You know, and you're yeah, just yeah. Yeah. And I didn't want to smoke. So I Googled fake cigarettes on, on the internet thinking that there was maybe something yeah. It was like a fake cigarette, like something that it gave just the pulls illusion. Up, pulls up smoking. those candy cigarettes we had yeah. as a kid. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> just bubblegum cigars. Like, Sir, can we help you? Yeah. We don't have electronic cigarettes, but we have these bubblegum cigars if you're interested. So like in Circa, what, what year about would this be? This was... So I get a reference. 2009. Oh, wow. Okay. Yes. So, uh, and vaping, vaping wasn't a thing 
in 2009. It kind of came to the United States from China in 2007. There was some vapors, and in 2008 there were some vapors, but it wasn't really like a thing, like a cultural thing until 2009, 2010 is when a lot of people started kind of picking up this this vaping thing. And so I bought a I bought a little e-cig on eBay. It didn't really work, but it got me interested enough in it so that when I got back from Vegas after smoking like a chimney in Las Vegas, uh, I really kind of started researching it more and, and found this, this great forum, the ECF forum, where other people were smoking or were, you know, were vaping. And it was kind of all downhill. I started buying stuff and going on YouTube. And uh, I was just fascinated because, you know, when you go that, when you go that first like 24 hours without a cigarette and yeah. you don't feel like you want to peel your own skin off, <laughs> it's a really... I don't know. It's like a really empowering feeling. Like, so, like almost like I got this. Yeah. Like I can do this with yeah. this dumb little thing. Yeah. I don't have to smoke cigarettes anymore. Right. So, so with it, uh, comes from China. That's really interesting. So I wonder if they developed it just because like you can't be every, every with how populated China is. It can't be, yeah. people can't be smoking everywhere. I don't know. Well, you or know, maybe I, they just want to develop like the same way. They're always on the cusp of everything industrial. And it, I don't know. I don't know how it started. I don't know what it started. I don't remember the guy's name that started it, but it was uh, a Chinese inventor guy and he invented this. Uh, he called it something else though. He called it like the combustionless cigarette or something like that. It's the same guy that invented Mogwais. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, You don't get them wet after me. Don't smoke with food. Yeah. Don't. don't (laughs) That's a gremlin joke. Oh, I was going to say, I'm smiling. I don't know what a Mogwai is besides a band that's like very heavy to listen to, but I don't know. You never seen gremlins? No, I'm the worst when it comes to movies. Welcome to the separation. I I know. Yeah. We talked. I we referenced the wolf on Wall Street today and I was very proud that I knew that and I could jump in on the movie reference, but I don't know anything. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so then how did you decide you wanted to go from uh, consumer to influencer? Uh, I, I kind of just did it right away. Uh, the first vape stuff I bought, um, you know, I'd go online and there was no, no nothing, no resources, no, no YouTube videos, no, no nothing. And I thought, well, people have to know about this, you know, because it worked so perfectly for me. I was able to quit right away and now I'm enjoying this and, it, and you know, yeah. it's, it, I feel much better. And back then there was no uh, science or anything done on vaping. You know, I didn't know if I was doing something worse. I just knew that I wasn't smoking cigarettes. Yes. And cigarettes are, I mean, profoundly bad for you. Right. I mean, horrible for you. COPD and lung cancer and all this stuff like that. So I knew I wasn't smoking cigarettes. So I just, I plugged in whatever webcam I had in my desk onto my computer and I just hit record and started talking about this little thing I got and I put it on YouTube and people watched it and then it got posted in a, in the ECF forum and more people watched it. So I did another video and then more people watched it and it just, it just got really out of hand. So you go from like nobody even telling you, we need this. You just kind of saying like, Hey, uh, there's a need for this. I'm going to put it out there. But no one was like, well, there's got to be more stuff out there. Who, why doesn't somebody do it? And you go, I'm going to take the rain. You were just like, eh, I'll try this. And I was like, I'll put it up there. Which is also, so what year was your, you pretty much like your first vlog? It was in, well, the first. Before they even like called it vlogging, I feel like. uh, My first video for vaping was on YouTube in, 
March, I believe, of 2009. So that is so early in the YouTube game. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely like OG. Yeah. Of, I don't think a lot. I don't even think I was using YouTube. Yeah, I was just going to say, I was going to say in 2009, you to say like to yourself, I'm going to make a video about this product. I'm going to review it. I yeah. mean, today in 2018, that is a huge thing to do I yeah. mean, there's reviews for every fucking product everything there were reviews you can imagine upon reviews there were reviews of the reviews yeah 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 mm-hmm. and you're back there going like i'm gonna try this so you go from nobody and then picking up a little bit of steam yeah w- at what point does it get to a place where you're a name uh it happened um i mean you get to be a name i guess within small groups of people first so at the ecf forum the electronic cigarette forum was a very small community at the time. It was like, you know, 2,000 people. Okay. And so to these 2,000 people, you're somebody. Yeah. You know, they're the ones watching your videos. And so you're kind of somebody to them. You're the expert. You've established yourself as the expert. Well, uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, unintentionally, right. I, just wanted to, I just wanted to get information out there. I mean, that's really only ever been my goal is I just want to get information Right, whereas I think there, a l- you know? now it's flipped. A lot of people want to have a YouTube channel or vlog, right. but then they're like, and my content is what? Like, <laughs> yeah. They're just like, yeah. me walking up a hill, but like, I forget. <laughs> I just said that because I just took a video of me walking up a hill. But <laughs> and then when the camera came YouTube. on, I'm like, what was I saying? I forget. <laughs> but, uh, but I like that. I think that's been like a key, some of the keys to your success is that you want to disseminate the information. It's not really about yeah. the attention. That no, you no. Get. It's about the, Never. Like, the information. Yeah. I want to just say like to, to put perspective to this is like uh, what what exactly how many followers do you have now on your videos how many people are watching your videos or how many hits are you getting uh, well you know it, it's hard to track that kind of stuff my views are pretty good uh, my subscriber count is you know 350 thousand something that's I so you're so tra- like it's sweet hard. and humble too you're like whatever well no that's the thing is I don't it's it's best for me uh, to not even think about that, right? Because it's not about <laughs> the views, and it's yeah. right. And you would do the same job if it was a thousand I, viewers or a million you know, viewers. And every time, uh, every time I shoot a video, even now, I, j- I I feel like I'm shooting a video for a thousand people on ECF, like I was in 2009. Right. Yeah. Like that's the outlook I have. I try not to look at the numbers. I don't want to think about popularity or numbers or views and stuff like that. I just want to keep doing the same content that I was doing before. You know, yeah, uh, and I don't, I don't care about right. That. But with that comes a lot of it must come with sponsorship and things of that yeah. nature. Yeah, I mean, you get, you get, you know, you get schmoozed a yeah. lot. Uh, people, people solicit you for, uh, you know, their own purposes to promote their products sure. or, or make you get, their own you get money products sent to you. I'm sure a yeah, lot and a lot of that, a lot of products sent, a lot of. Uh, you know, uh, offers. It's like, we'll fly you out to our store. Uh, mm-hmm. we have, a, we run a vape shop in, you know, Boise, Idaho. Yeah. And we're going to fly you out for our, for a grand opening or something like that. So yeah. how do you st- straddle the line of like editorial, your own content versus what can be paid for and sponsorship and stuff? Cause I think well, that's a big thing for YouTubers is especially like I watch a lot of beauty YouTubers and right. then now it's, it's hard to see who's you authentic. Do? <laughs> you would think you'd pick something up. <laughs> I, do, I watch so much makeup and I buy it, but then it just sits there and like collects like my pizza sauce on it and stuff. Oh, I love like buying things and then not yeah. using them. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm going to cut you off. I love that. That's funny, though. <laughs> but like uh, now I'm beginning to kind of not view them as trustworthy because it's like, oh, I just saw right. you were on the Urban Decay trip and now, of course, you're pushing this product. So, like, right. I guess. How do you, what are your guidelines and your, you know, uh, as long, I, the way that I look at it is as long as it's not 
affecting my content. If I can still create my content the same way, Mm -hmm. then sponsorships or money or whatever doesn't have anything to do with it. And I held out for a really long time because I was really conflicted with that exact thing. Mm -hmm. I was really worried about it. And so I did YouTube for, uh, well, okay. I, I guess it was really right up until like 2016 was before I even entertained the idea of making money from it. Wow. Really? Okay. I so held you did off. It. I didn't take any sponsorships. I didn't take any money from anybody for years and years and years and years. And then I realized this is, I'm putting a hundred percent into this and not having it be my career. And I wanted it to be my career. Yeah. And so I held off for a really long time and it wasn't really until a few years ago that I even entertained the idea of taking uh, money or sponsorships or anything like that. And is there enough in the vape community for you to review? Like, do you ever run dry of things? No. That, no. no. So there's always like, always. and y- you review everything from the cartridges. Sure. Right. I know. See, I know some of this lingo from watching. Yeah, sure. you can tell by the way you yeah. made that into a question. Cartridges. Vape. Pieces? I actually, I was actually <laughs> watching. Uh, I was watching Vice, and they had a, a really great, um, I guess interview or a spot where they were talking about they were actually vape olympics where people were going and there was like the sport of vaping where they would do certain shapes and the way that they i don't even know how the terms but how you blow the smoke and oh yeah yeah and people were like yeah the trickers money prizes oh yeah kind of thing i was like what in the fuck yeah there was uh there was a company in in southern california vape capital that uh held these types of competitions um the the grand prize if you won first place in the tricking competition ten thousand dollars good lord ten thousand dollars for just to to vape smoke i mean and it's tough i mean tricking is really difficult but the kind of okay but but someone who has enough time to get really good at that what kind of person Mm -hmm. is that (laughs) they have a lot of they must vape constantly think about the amount of work we've done for not even ten thousand dollars yet listen and i'm not trying to I'm not trying to say anything against vaping. I have sure. no, I have no negative idea of it. Other than I think the picture painted about who a vapor is, yeah, it has become this sort of negative thing. Yeah, really? Oh, for sure. Definitely. Don't you think? Hundred percent. What do you I, I think th- of when 100%. you think of a vape? I don't know if I have a. All a right. Well, I'm gonna paint. Vapor. I'm gonna paint a picture of of what I've been kind of like given by society. Right. Oh, okay. his so, fans are going to be on you. No, no, this is good. Maybe, maybe. That's and, good. and that's fine. I, I'm telling you what, what I've heard. This is not what I think. This is what, right. You this know, is what you've It's thought. like somebody who's probably got a lot of tattoos, yep. somebody who wears a lot of black or likes punk rock music, mm-hmm. or maybe is li- driving in a lifted truck, <laughs> hat backwards, <laughs> uh, wears like uh, white uh, Oakley sunglasses. <laughs> uh, and then they just kind of like are bro. Are they from yeah, Reno? They're usually bros. Yeah, the vape bros. Yeah, man. It's like, yeah, fuck it, man. I'm a vape. So how vape. come vape oh. bros would Sick vape? Clouds. So they just wouldn't be like, screw the vapors. We're going to smoke real cigarettes. Like, are there people right. that are like. <laughs> they're going back to right. it. Like, yeah. I would think the cigarette people would be those of like, you little vape. Well, I think it's that that person that <laughs> can I. <laughs> this is all this like maybe this uh, like ignorant way of thinking. But right. when I was a kid, because I didn't smoke, the guys who did smoke, mm-hmm. right, 
were like the, the tough guys. The, the tough guys yeah. that you didn't want to fuck with. Yeah. That were like the bullies. Yeah, the, yeah. yeah. They probably didn't have very good parenting and the, 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 their parents didn't care what they did. They were drinking and smoking at the age of 15. Mr. and Mrs. Green, please Gosh, do I'm not. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I realize that I'm looking at you and I'm just talking about you. Nick's amazing. No, but Backwards it's I, I, th- hat. I think like that's why we wanted to talk to you is because I was like, there's something else because the, you're running an actual business here. Yeah. A, a legitimate business that. You have quit any kind of career you had before yep. and have focused all your time on this. And and not to get into specifics of how much you make a year, but you do pretty good. I do as the best that I can. Yeah. Which and is really well. And let me yeah. tell you from an I outside looking in, in the space that I'm in right now, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's doing pretty good. Bo and I are starting our own vape company <laughs> yes. tomorrow. And, I, and I just, I'm just I'm flabbergasted <laughs> by the idea that you've – this thing that seems like such a uh, – you know, casual thing that you would do on the side. People do, and uh, just because they need that fix, mm-hmm. you've turned into this where you've really, um, you really care for it, yeah, a- and you respect the industry. And I think that's why I'm sure that's why people have given you their product to review because you're not doing a review that's full of shit and like, yeah, man, really good, go for <laughs> it. <laughs> you're very in depth and you you do care for the product. Yeah, I do. I, Which I are the sure. best reviews because yeah. you want someone to look at it and give you an honest to goodness. I don't want it. I don't want lip service on any product I'm looking up for a review on. I want to hear the real, real. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. So walk me through like when you do get a product sent to you. Sure. So do you a look for like new things? coming out on the market or do you what are you like more on the offense or the defense of getting uh, reviews there's there's so much vape gear uh it's hard to explain the technology in vaping has moved so quickly that i almost compare it to like you know computers in the 90s like you would buy oh this is a dell 486 6656k modem and then the next week it's already outdated right. by the next computer. Everyone's working on it all yeah, the time. That's what vaping is. It moves so quickly that there is just mountains of products coming out and they're not all great. Some of them are real bad. If you were to tell me a, so if you were to tell me a product that was the worst product, right? what would it be? Right. So uh, uh, there was a, uh, a mod that came out and so mods, so mods started way back in the day. Uh, back in the early, early days of the community, we had these dumb little batteries that were terrible, a short life, little dumb little atomizers. And so it was really a consumer driven product. We started experimenting with like, oh, well, if I take this flashlight, I can modify it, put a little connection on it, put a little button on it. Now I have a bigger battery. So everyone's MacGyvering these things. Everybody's MacGyvering these things. We were using, uh, flashlights and other like, uh, hobby boxes where we're wiring it with our own batteries. It was really crazy. And, but that was the solution. We knew we needed longer battery life. We knew we needed this stuff. And so we did it ourselves and mod just became a generic term for like a modded flashlight or a modded box. And now even in 2018, they're still called mods, even though they're not modded from anything. It just became a generic Hmm. term. Gotcha. So now China kind of cranks out these big dual battery, really powerful vape devices with variable wattage and temperature control and puff counters. And then there was this one that came out last year that had the, that had these, um, (laughs) like an array of flashing LEDs on top. Oh my gosh. So that you could pull and then blow out a big cloud and then illuminate your cloud with these Ellie with these flashing <laughs> LEDs. That seems good for festivals and stuff like that it's though. So but it's so goofy. It is kind of goofy. It's so goofy. 
that's yeah, so goofy. It's a not uh, uh, like not necessary. Yeah, it's so goofy. I feel function. like they pro- that's like equivalent to the hat. Like I said at a concert, a hat that kind of like flashes lights to the beat of, and it's like you can see somewhere someone's like, like yeah. everyone will wear it and everyone will need it yeah. at like Coachella and stuff but then it right. like, kind of looks stupid and it kind of that looks, almost seems really like they're trying to pull in a younger audience in that way like let's get them younger uh, with well, this, this you LED know, flashing there's rave. a there's a whole there's a large group of people I mean smokers aren't just you know 40 you know, like middle-aged men sure you know sure I started smoking when I was in seventh grade yeah there's smokers in high school there's there's younger smokers Sure. That might be, uh, you know, uh, might be appealing to something of course. like that. Is there a vaping you know? age? Um, uh, yeah, most states. So before there was a any any legislation or anything on vaping, we kind of self policed ourselves on all the vapor industry websites. It was always like you have to be eighteen to purchase. You have to be of legal smoking age to purchase. Makes sense. And we did that without legislation. And now, of course, there's legislation in place in, in every state in the United States that you have to be of legal smoking age. Whatever buy, that is. To for buy vapor products. Okay. Some, in California, 21 now. What's the worst thing that's happened in legislation that works against the product? Uh, everything. Uh, they just, in San Francisco, they just passed a, a flavor ban. Um, so you can only have tobacco flavored vapes what yeah so you can't have any like you can't have cake batter flavor you can't have cake batter you couldn't even have a menthol if you wanted a menthol what is the point behind that is it just to uh, deter Uh, younger what they yeah that what they say is it's to uh you know protect the kids right we got to protect the kids We always got to protect the kids. It's like, well, right. this flavor, Flintstone vitamin. Uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> but I mean, I could see if there is like a cotton candy flavor, people probably are going to see it as like a snack. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't really know. Sure. This kind I, of thing, I, I can understand the point behind it, it unless right. that's not really the point. Unless there's something else going on. Oh, there's always something. It's oh, a tobacco yeah. industry. Oh, you know, there's always something going yeah, on. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh, it's a big conspiracy. It's easy to blame <gasps> everything on the Conspiracy. Kids. He said my word. I'm twitching. Okay. So it's not a real conspiracy, but it I'm sounds like a, a real conspiracy. Um, there's the re- the, so California goes after vaping really hard. They hate vaping. I mean, even down on Hollywood Boulevard, there's big billboards. No about, vaping. Yeah. Oh, vapor products are bad and they appeal to kids. And even if your neighbor vapes, that vape can come into your apartment and you'll be exposed to secondhand nicotine vapor, which is not true in any way, in any capacity. But they have these big anti-vaping things. Who's paying for those? The state of California is okay. Uh, California, uh, New York, New Jersey—they're—they're they're real going after vaping hard, uh, and I'm convinced that the reason behind this is there's not a lot of people that know this, and it's all publicly available information, <laughs> all publicly available information. Um, but there was a deal struck between states and Big Tobacco, where uh, states agreed to stop uh, suing Big Tobacco in exchange for money for tax like mm. payments from ah. big tobacco it was called the master settlement agreement and so big tobacco agrees to pay these states x amount of money based on tobacco cigarettes sold in the state and then it's like just leave us alone right and we'll pay you and we'll pay you if you stop suing us but they oh don't have gosh. that with the vaping community but they don't have that with the vaping community and when a, a huge group of people in the state start vaping and not buying cigarettes anymore they're not getting their money those tobacco sales go way down right and now the and the problem is the states uh, spent this money before they got it 
And so now they are risking not being able to pay back ah. these bonds because they're not selling enough tobacco cigarettes. Oh, my gosh. That's so interesting. It's all there. It's all real. And uh, it's happening right now in West Virginia, actually. West Virginia uh, just announced that they're going to have to dip into their reserves because the, the MSA money that they're getting from big tobacco has dropped so much because less people are buying tobacco cigarettes. Smoking rates and youth smoking rates in the United States right now are at the lowest they've ever been in history. Well, good for us. We yeah. did it. What do you think like a ballpark figure would be of how much states are getting? Uh, I know for sure West Virginia gets uh, $64 million a year. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> so it's a lot of money. And, it, could, if, and if you That's imagine almost how much like, you make a year, Meryl. Yeah, thank you. Oh. <laughs> almost? <laughs> and if, yeah, close to it. And if you picture like that being a sliver of what the tobacco, if that's right. just like hush money, basically. Then yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. And that's why they're going after vaping. When you first started your channel, mm -hmm. did you get a lot of, was it mostly all positive feedback or did you get a lot of people from tobacco coming at you or even companies? No, it was, uh, it was mostly positive feedback. I mean, 100% positive feedback from people, um, you know, because they'd watch a video and then they'd buy a product and they would comment and be like, this product worked for me. I don't smoke cigarettes anymore. Wow. You know, and w when you when you do that, you feel like you're you're part of a group that also has done that. You know what I mean? Right. Like when you go to a vape event, you instantly have something in common with everybody there. You quit smoking and it feels like you're. You know, you're part of this group that has all quit smoking mm -hmm. together. It's a very powerful thing. I mean, do you find, is it pretty much like 100% of people in the group are usually like smoking abstinent? Or do you find people that kind of do both? Uh, yeah, I mean, um, people do both. It, it's, it's different for everybody. Not everybody takes to vaping the same way. It doesn't work mm -hmm. the same. You know, everybody's different. Right. Especially uh, everybody's like body's different. if one day you are somewhere and you don't have your vape or if they can't, yeah. you know. Yeah. And so what, I guess that's the other thing too, is I was confused about at events. I feel like I see a lot of, uh, not double standards, but like vaping is allowed in some places and not. So like, what's the California law about if you can bring it in? Uh, California is real strict on any vapor product use anywhere. Um, so like flying? Uh, yeah, I mean, you can take it flying. Mm -hmm. um, that's a federal thing. You can fly with them, but you're, you can't use them while you're flying. Okay. Like, you can't use it on an airplane. Right. But, and but you can fly with it. But you can fly with it. Whenever I fly cross-country or, like, I'm going to Sweden in a few weeks, I take a bunch of vape gear with me. Okay. And then, but, like, a festival... Yeah. Okay. I, mean, I've seen, I, I feel like I, I've seen both of like, no, maybe lately now they've also people are sneaking them in. Like I think at Coachella, it yeah. said yes to vape pens, but I feel like the year before it said no. So I'm like, they yeah. probably just. <laughs> yeah. Coachella is a big one too. Uh, a lot of vendors go to Coachella because they sell a lot of vape gear at Coachella mm -hmm. as well. And, you know, at these big vape events, they get, uh, I think they get permits or something because inside the event, you can just vape freely huh. wherever you want except in certain common areas. So like uh, the next event I'm going to is ECC in Ontario, California. So in the, in the Valley in Ontario. And they have certain uh, like common areas, like the lobby and certain hallways where they have no vaping. Oh no my vaping gosh. Sign, no vaping, no vaping. But as soon as you go into the event room itself, it's just, it like, it's like you stepped into a cloud. Really? It's just cloudy and everybody's vaping. But it doesn't, have any it doesn't like get you high like there's no, no, no okay no, no. so nope. there's no effects psychologically no no psycho i mean other than nicotine right okay which is like 
which yeah. is a, I mean, it's nicotine. Right. It's not amazing for you, but it's not worse than caffeine. Right. It's right. certainly not a carcinogen. It's certainly not going to give you cancer. It's just nicotine. It's the thing in cigarettes that is addictive that makes you want cigarettes. And what about like the actual, okay, so is that, you're holding up a vaping thing now, yeah. which I'm looking at. So just this little guy. the stuff that goes in it is, sure. ca- is the juice? Uh, yes. We try to not to use the term juice. Um, I like to use the term liquid. Okay. Just because juice does kind of sound like it's a, like a kid product. Yeah, right? that's yeah, true. I just don't yeah. like the term <laughs> juice. Um, but liquid, I like, I like the term liquid. Yes. Liquid. Okay. Your and people you at home are probably, your fans are probably laughing so hard. At yeah, us now. Definitely. I'm like, it's in something called a cartridge. Cartridge. And then, and then how, like when you have a vaping cartridge like that, <laughs> that lasts, then you just fill the liquid over and over. Like basically sure. once you get a product that lasts like for life. Um, well, you know, there's, uh, a, a multiple different ways to vape. Uh, it's really become like a hobbyist thing. Mm-hmm. And people will vape different ways that they find enjoyable. So if someone picked this up, they might may or may not find it satisfying. And if they don't like this, it's like, okay, well, here's another way. And if they try that and they don't like it, they go, okay, well, here's another what type way. Of, what's your, what's there's, your vape there's style? Different, uh, you know, I, I have to be kind of all over the place. I have yeah, to that's try true. everything. Yeah. I like these because... So he's holding up what kind of almost looks like like a big flash drive yeah to me. it looks like an extra large flash drive this is called the stig and it's just a disposable guy that has a little bitty battery and a little bitty reservoir for juice and then you just smoke it like a cigarette and then when it dies you throw it away and you grab a new so one you throw it away and yeah you keep trying it there's some of these that have pods that you can replace so uh-huh. you're not throwing away the whole battery uh, there's i mean the amount of ways to vape is is out of control it's insane there's so many different ways to vape it's become a real hobbyist thing now have you see i should have brought more vapes out here so we could have looked at them have you uh you'd be a really good have companies approached you to be like a product consultant yeah i've I've done that for uh companies consulted on certain products i uh, me and my buddy Dwayne, one of my business partners we've designed our own products designed and released our own products really are they called like Grim green? Uh, no, no. I don't like to. Uh, I don't know why this is just a thing for me. I don't love attaching my name to stuff. I just want whatever products that I release or design to stand on their own merits. Okay. Without yes. being like, Grim Green did this right. thing. Which and, is so, yeah. which is so against the beauty community too. Because I feel like the beauty community <laughs> is like the Laura Lee eyeshadow palette. Right. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that happens. It's it just does. a weird thing for me that I don't, I'm not a huge fan. Well, that's of good for you. And I think that's also, that way you can even explore things that might not be under like the grim green umbrella. Like if you are, if right. you as you like a certain thing, then <laughs> your product can be, I don't know, you can, you can explore more. Yeah. And so how, so when you started off, you were grim green. Has that been your name since the beginning? Since the very beginning, grim green. Uh, and it's, uh, it's a dumb name. And it's actually sta- <laughs> that should be your bio. Sta- Grim Green. It's a dumb name. Uh, it actually comes from um, this is a dumb story. Are you ready for a dumb story? Yes. Uh, huge Disneyland fan. And there is uh, an attraction at Disneyland called the Haunted Mansion. And the song that they sing in the Haunted Mansion is called Grim Grinning Ghosts. And so back in the day when I joined uh, my my favorite Disneyland forum, I was trying to think of a name. And I love the Haunted Mansion, so I thought of Grimm. My last name's Green, 
So on this Disneyland forum, I became Grim Green. And ever since then, everything I've ever signed up for has just been Grim Green. So when I signed up for my YouTube, it was Grim Green by, you know, before I decided oh. to become a YouTuber, before I ever uploaded any content. See, on the car right Grim here, Green. I'm like, it's Grim Green because he's a marijuana advocate. Green, like, <laughs> we, like <laughs> and it's Grim because, like, the state of pot is very grim. <laughs> like, I was making up all this stuff. Also, wait, you, I'm not going to let this slide. You were, you're part of a Disney forum. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I know. And actually, I want to point out that like, you can't obviously see this because you're listening, but like uh, your right arm is covered in Disney oh, tattoos. Yeah. Full like, Disney villains. And they're all villains. And all it's, the Disney villains. Fucking fantastic I, tattoos. It started with uh, Maleficent here. She yeah. was my favorite villain growing up. Yeah. Because I thought she was genuinely scary. Like when I was she a was kid, the Maleficent scariest. was like. Maleficent. She, oh, you she know? <laughs> didn't pull any but She wasn't goofy. Yeah. She, she threatened wasn't death. Silly. Yeah. I, and, try, and followed yeah. up. Wait, yeah, what movie is she from? Sleeping Beauty. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And so I was at Disneyland one time and I saw a big, cool oil painting of this on yeah. the wall. And it was, you know, it's Disney prices. So it's like $900, you right. know. But I took a picture of it and I texted it to my tattoo artist. And he was like, yeah, we could do that. That's awesome. And so I made an appointment and got Maleficent done. And that turned into a whole sleeve of Disney villains. There's Ursula and uh, Captain Hook and Jafar is up here. But Jafar is not quite uh, wow. done all the way yet. And it's just uh, Disney villains. Amazing. Yeah. And so I was a di- I was on a Disneyland forum for a very long time. I love it. Were you like, just was on this ride? And yeah, I don't know. Yeah. You, you, you know, it's it's a community thing. You yeah. know, people post uh, pictures from their trip. They're like, hey, I got this great shot of the castle. And so you go, yeah, great shot of the castle. Oh, <laughs> I know? love that. Can I ask you, did you already say, cool how old were you at this time? Uh, <laughs> I want to know. 21, 22 Wow. When I first started getting into like you know the Disneyland forums and things like that, see, I was a huge Disney nut too, and I think it was because I was in drawing animation. Everyone oh, just yeah, thought like, yeah. "Oh, you must want to draw uh, for Disney." Yeah. I was living in Ohio, though it seems like, like such an unrealistic job. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Mickey started to become this thing that every time I had a birthday, Christmas, any kind of gift, I'd get something Mickey or Disney related, and I collected the videos. Then ter- that turned into DVDs and stuff. And I remember my senior prom, I had a Mickey Mouse cummerbund and bow tie. <laughs> no. I'm not kidding. With a red jacket, white shirt, and black pants. I mean, what the fuck? Yeah. You know, when we're younger people, we get latched onto these things, and then everyone sort of like says, okay, that is who you are. You're yeah. the Disney guy. Yeah. You're Grim Green, the Disney guy. Right. And that turns into something completely different. You know? I did go through the, uh, I felt a little bit too cool for Disneyland oh. stage. Did you ever go through that stage? I went through that stage like, uh, yes, maybe in later high school years where it's not really cool to be in love right, with Disneyland. Like, oh, Mickey, you're anti-establishment. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, Mickey. Yeah. And it's like we're hanging out, and we're smoking cigarettes and listening to metal. And I'm like, so you guys, Disneyland, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, you know. it's a who's small world is closed <laughs> for the next two months due to repair. Hey, guys, uh, <laughs> <laughs> who's your favorite princess? I know. I mean, like mine is definitely. <laughs> maybe yeah. I can upload my photos to the forum since. I feel like Walt Disney hated Jewish people. So every time I go, <laughs> my boyfriend makes me take a photo in front of it. Like I'm doing like the Sig High or something. Like, we're, <laughs> like I, we have a catalog of me doing disrespectful things to like the Walt Disney statue yeah. as like a Jewish woman that I'm just like, I feel like would not make him. But I, f- I would feel really bad if that's actually not the case. And he was not anti-Semitic because then I'm just being really rude to yeah, Walt Disney. Uh, it's funny. I think, I mean, maybe he was, but I think we always hear these like stories about people who were famous that were this one thing that you would never expect like i just right. saw the the mr rogers uh documentary oh yeah and, I wanna see and, and one of the things in there it's so funny as we sat down my friend goes yeah it's crazy i think he used to be like a navy seal 
And I was like, what? I never heard that. She's like, yeah, yeah. And then in the movie, they address the fact that there have been all these rumors about him having tattoos all over his arms. And that's why he had a oh, sweater on. Wasn't no, true. true. Oh, it wasn't yeah, true. It wasn't true. And then I believe that, that he until was, just now. That he was a, a Navy SEAL and that he had killed X amount of people. And that was in the movie. Like, no, he wasn't a Navy SEAL. So was it true that Walt Disney's frozen? I Is he no. cryogenically frozen? No. Yeah, everyone okay. always just say his head is frozen. They're going to. That's what I thought, too. <laughs> no. You can visit his grave. I think he's buried in his hometown in uh, San Francisco uh, or no. uh, Marceline s- somewhere. Boy, everyone on the forum is going to be so disappointed. I, I can't believe it. Is you. there in the forum, do they talk about like the underground world of Disney? Like the, um, oh, like, uh, like the secret, like under where the tunnels and stuff yeah. like that. No, one of them, I heard one of them leads to that pizza place. In, the uh, pizza gate. We pizza gate, gate, yeah. yeah. One's for oh, sex the trafficking. pizza gate <laughs> place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a small world after all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a very small world. Just order wide in with that. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so, okay. So that's that. <laughs> now, so that's that. I wanted to also talk with you about the YouTube, like the ad apocalypse of what's been oh. happening and just, yeah, explain a little bit like as a creator, YouTube. the trend that you've seen in YouTube and I know probably right when you started making money, that's also, we probably had a few months and then everything crashed. So what's Yeah, because something major yeah. happened in the world of advertising mm-hmm. yes. on YouTube. YouTube, um, YouTube is a mess right now. Yeah. Um, it's been a mess for a while. What happened was... Um, I was, I was making money off of YouTube enough to live off of. I was making my rent plus bills just from YouTube, just from uploading videos. I would make ad money and be able to live off. And of is that. this one video? We I want to break it down like really. This is when I was doing um, four videos a week. Okay, which so is d- kind of a lot. I only yeah. do three videos a week now. But uh, this is when I was doing four videos a week. Okay. And uh, I had less subscribers than I do now. I was getting less views than I do now. But I was still making enough money to live. And so what had happened was there were some controversial videos, like uh, excessively violent videos of, uh, you know, war. I think some of the ISIS stuff for real. ISIS stuff. yeah, yeah. Yeah. And YouTube was running ads on it. Like, here, watch this beheading video. Also, here's a Coca-Cola ad. Uh, oh, I should be right? laughing. I don't know why. Because, because at that time, YouTube didn't regulate what advertisements went to what. It Nothing. just was kind of like, throw it in. Yeah. That one sticks. Let's okay. make money. Yep. Let's throw advertising everywhere. So you could you could literally be watching a review for a Disney movie and a Toyota commercial comes up, right. even though you're probably a kid watching it. Right. Okay. And so uh, a lot of the advertisers said, I don't want my stuff shown on excessively violent yeah, an or ISIS video. sexual or uh, right. inappropriate videos, anything mentioning alcohol or drug use or things like this. Sure. And so a lot of the advertisers pulled out of YouTube. And so when that happened, all our ad revenues went way down because we have no advertisers anymore right. to advertise on our videos. So what YouTube did was overcorrect and start over-regulating the videos. And so after the, after the first adpocalypse happened, Every time I uploaded a video, it would get instantly flagged and instantly demonetized because they needed to manually review it. Wow. And you have to request a manual review. If you just let it go, then they'll still run ads on your video. You just won't make any money off of it. So now you you post a video. Then it has a time where it's not getting any money, but people could still see it. Yes. So but that's probably the main time. Like, you you know, you probably right. have six hours or whatever the window is the of all your The initial day, viewings. the initial 24 hours is when you get the majority of your views. And <laughs> you have to manually request 
that they look at your video and then approve it for advertisers. Oh my gosh. Because wow. you would upload it and it would be instantly demonetized. You get this little annoying yellow. You probably hate that little yellow. <laughs> m- little money symbol. It's like demonetized. And so you have to request it. And then, you know, a few days later, they'll go, oh, okay, that's fine. And you go, but okay, by then, well, now I don't know. So by the like the eighth video, they can't just be like, okay, this channel, we have approved 16 videos in a row. Right. They can't just. No. And no, because then someone smart would go, I'll do eight videos that are clean. And then on the ninth one, I'll right. start to get real. Uh, yeah. And is vaping at all one of the like flags? Like when they review it, then is your content still um, considered like sensitive yeah vaping got targeted real recently by youtube because of uh the jewel you guys have had to have heard of the jewel right you haven't no. heard of jeweling and kids using the jewel no, no. i've heard of tide pods oh, okay. eating tide. <laughs> so the jewel it's very similar to this it's a little thing um for some reason uh high school kids love the shit out of this jewel and um they're, you know, trying to keep this, trying to save the kids and they're going after Jewel and they call it Jeweling and they're like, kids are using Jewel and, and schools will send home like pamphlets for parents to know about Jeweling and they, they're easily disguisable and kids are using them in class and so, it can lead so to cigarette jewel, smoking. The Jewel is just a vape pamphlet. The, vo- uh, the uh, Jewel is just a brand gotcha. of these. And just a clever, it's they cuter were, or something. They were the first little cool... We call these pod systems. They were the first really usable, cool pod system. Um, adult smokers love them like crazy as well, but unfortunately also other underage people love them as well, okay. which that's a real gray area. O- on paper, I-, I absolutely do not support underage vaping. With that said, I started smoking when I was in seventh right. grade. Right. So if you're going to choose one or the other. Right. Yeah. 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 And if I'm a smoker in high school in ninth grade and I've already been smoking for four years or whatever, um, yeah, it's kind of a gray area yeah. there, you know. So because of that, because of the jeweling right. trend, then it got even more. And so, so because of that, YouTube, uh, it's all done by bots. It's not humans. It's all AI bots. And they just go through videos and they look for keywords. And uh, anybody that had anything with Jewel in their title or in their description, um, their videos were just getting deleted. That'd be awesome. Oh my, if you deleted? Deleted. It'd be funny warning. if you uh, can't find any of Jewel's songs on there now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, you're right. Her entire disco- discography so is sad. just eliminated. Oh my gosh. No, no. That See, that would never happen. Uh, they spell it weird. Oh, Vapors okay. always spell things weird. We like to add Z's onto things that don't need Z's. Or just remove uh, vowels. Right. It, so it's J-U-U-L. Jewel. 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 And then, I mean, when you say it gets deleted, I'm sure some people are like, what, what, do it again. But tell someone, tell people how how much work goes into like, so a video that we see, I mean, you you have like a a full, yeah, I know this was like, we had to reschedule before because I know like a full day of editing pretty much goes into every video, right, that you do? I mean, it's a lot. Uh, Reviews, the more you do it, obviously, like any other job, you'll get quicker and more efficient at it, right? But I mean, overall, from setup to shooting the video to to tearing all your stuff down to editing your video it's like a it's like a four-hour process to do one 10-minute video like it's it's a substantial amount of work and my weekly vlogs which are two hour long videos take me three days to get done from beginning to end as far as setting up and shooting and like making sure I have all my segments and, and what I'm going to do and all my products and all my links and all, and do the thumbnail and shoot all the video and then edit it and then edit it in a way that 
is appealing so that people want to watch it. Right, right. right. You know, <laughs> I always love that when I'm working on a project with a video and you shoot the video and it takes 10 minutes and then they go, okay, can we get that tonight? It's like, yeah, no. Yeah, what are you crazy? <laughs> it's going to take me days yeah. to edit this it's into like an forever. appealing and, and coherent way. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, the fact that your office is also your home, are you ever in the middle of stuff and it's like Amazon delivery and you're, oh, you open the door like, what the fuck? Constantly. Man? Really? Yeah, constantly. And it happens a lot. And it's actually like, I kind of laugh at it now, but, uh, Nico will who's his dog his very cute yeah, schnauzer cute schnauzer dog Nico will just bark at the first sign of a door knock oh. and so sometimes in the middle of reviews or sometimes in the middle of log and it happened in the podcast last week where DHL showed up and knocked on the door and then you just hear Nico going crazy you know <laughs> so it's like okay hang on you know you got to go answer the door do you make like that part that. of your your I just yeah, or I just leave it. I go, there's my dog. Again. I leave, yeah, yeah my dog. I feel like yeah, things are so people great. like that, too. Yeah, they pr your fans probably also like to see like the behind the scenes real life. Of yeah, well, yeah. And, I, you know, and I don't want to try to be something I'm not like, right. sure, my dog barks when someone knocks right. on the door. That's a part it's of like life. People know you're not at like Sony Pictures doing. <laughs> yeah, this exactly. With, like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's not a green, green screen. So, yeah, thinking thinking of that, or have you had any uh, weird fan encounters or situations uh, yeah, um yeah yes and no uh, uh, um there's a lot of people now um get real uh real nervous you know when when i when they meet me and that's just a thing that happens and i get it because there are youtubers or there are people that i wouldn't aren't aren't really celebrities right. but people that you're invested in where if i met this person from this podcast I would be nervous. Yes. I would yeah. fanboy a little bit. I'd be like, you're, you're talking about podcast, us, right? You know, <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. The campfire shit show. Yeah. We're here. No, we're, shit show. we're down to earth. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, a lot of people get, uh, get nervous and I try my best to, you know, be cool and hey, it's right. all cool. We're just, you know, we're just hanging out and we're just people and people get nervous. And, um, there was one girl, uh, at a, at a vape event in Las Vegas, um, who I was leaving the event and I was going to the food court cause I hadn't eaten all day and I was getting a little bit hangry, you see. And so we were walking <laughs> to get food and she walks in, you know, this is like, uh, I don't know, 20 yards away or something. She walks in the, uh, she walks in the front door and I see her out of the corner of my eye and she just comes running right at me. And by the time she gets to me, she has, she has tears, no. like legitimately crying, can't really get out a word even, and is just hugging me. Saying she's such a big fan and she's crying and we take a picture and she's like, thank you so much. Thank you so much. And she's crying and she goes off into the event and we we're all kind of like, oh, but that was the first time that's ever yeah. happened. <laughs> like, that was new. And then so we go to eat and we come back and she's in the event again and she comes up to me completely calm, straight faced and was like, I'm, uh, I'm really sorry about that. Like <laughs> very seriously. She's like, I was just. I was real excited to see you and, and I'm sorry that I did that. I'm like, no, no, no. I mean, it, it's don't feel bad for being excited. Right. I mean, that's ridiculous. I think we all have stuff like that where someone can mean so much to us and it yeah. doesn't have to be like Madonna or, you know, like yeah. I think, I think also with the way we're all in the society now, like our news source or our entertainment source isn't exactly like the mainstream people yeah. anymore. Yeah, so absolutely. like even someone with 300,000 followers could be mean more to us than, someone yeah. that's like a Justin Bieber or something like that. Oh, yeah. You're yeah. her Bieber. Yeah. Yeah. She's I a, was her Bieber. Grim for that, green for that one moment, it, it was a Bieber moment. Does your fan base have like a name? Are they like a... Uh, we, I like to call them the Grim Army. Oh. Uh, that kind of started as a joke though, honestly. In fact, Casey, of all people, thought of that name. 
Casey's your beautiful fiance. Casey's my beautiful fiance. Yep. Um, she used to work for uh, a vape company when she was living in Nashville, and that's how I met her. And she had made a joke about, uh, I can't remember what it was about, something about my fans. And she's like, well, why don't you just get your army to do oh. it? And I was like, oh, yeah, my grim <laughs> army. And I was like, Ah. And so I made up this logo. It was like the Grim Army, and it looks like the Kiss Army logo, you know, and it says Grim <laughs> Army. And we've just stuck with that since the beginning. Wow. The Grim Army. We're hmm. part of the Grim Army now. Part of the Grim Army. Everybody's part of the Grim Army. We're I, a very inclusive group. I'm part of that new Space Force. Space Force. Yeah. Yeah. Is that another movie? Is I'm this a Gremlins reference? Do you know what the Space Force is? You don't is know about Space Force. Oh, Star my Wars gosh. No. Nick's yeah. also a huge no, Star Wars fan. Donald Trump, our president, <laughs> uh, just announced that they are creating a Space Force as a fifth, <laughs> as a, I know it's laughable, as a fifth branch of the armed forces. Oh, my gosh. That we're going into space. We now need to be the leaders of space. Really? This yeah. is not fake. It's I didn't not. Know that. Oh, it's very it's real. It's so stupid. We they got people in, starving in this fucking country. <laughs> There's so many issues here that we need to get a hold of, and then let's put all this money into space force because you know space we, force. We need to rule the galaxy. Maybe we can land on the moon for the first time. You know, he probably just saw like. <laughs> he, he <laughs> that, that well, you want to talk right? about that? Yeah. 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 About yes, we'll moon? talk about that. Okay. Do you know that the Earth is flat? Oh, okay. oh, <laughs> we should talk about that. Meryl, we, we Meryl thinks should. the Earth is actually flat. Let's talk flat. about it now. Do you really? Uh, I need a little bit of time, but I'm I'm wrapping my mind. What flat? I'm not Earth? even wrapping my mind around it. I'm wrapping my mind like horizontally okay. at it. What flat Earth do you subscribe to? Because there's multiple different. Oh really? Um, yeah. I think the walls of Antarctica walls are like holding Antarctica. us okay. inside. Yeah. Walls of Antarctica. Um, I don't really know what else though. Someone else brought up a really good point about why it might not be like that. I forget, but. Someone brought up a point about it that kind of debunked it for me, but then I haven't thought about that in a few days. <laughs> That's what I love about Meryl. She's like, Is it I believe I'm a flat earther. And you go, no, you're not. She's like, okay, I'm not. <laughs> I don't believe that, that, that we landed me. on the moon for that time. I think that was a hoax and it was like a green screen. Because like the flag was waving, but there was really no wind, and there was like a it was lot of a green screen. Before? I think it was um, done in. I feel like there's an area called is it Area 51 or something there that like. Well, I mean, sure. I feel like it's like a studio for them to film it. Like it's their version of a YouTube mm. channel mm. is us landing on the. What moon. do you think about mm. that, Mister um, Mister Grim Green? He's and thinking his army? it's time for us to exit I immediately. Think, out of uh, you know, uh, I def I don't think that the Earth is flat. I don't either. I just can't. I can't. I either. just can't because physics and yeah. things like this. <laughs> I think uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson put this really great photo. It, it showed the moon and had a rectangle across it. And this said, this is what a lunar eclipse would look like or yeah. a, a, a solar eclipse. Really? Right. Where it's just like it's a rectangle. It's like, yeah, if the sun was. Yeah, it, it doesn't make sense. So wait, besides the Antarctica theory, what other ones do you know for the flat earth? Because uh, maybe uh, maybe there's another one for me to choose from. <laughs> 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 Give me all the options. Name so I can the craziest one. one, and this is probably what I'll think. Uh, no, I mean I can't think of uh, other ones off the top of my head. I know there's other ones where it's uh, like uh, like it's actually concave. Oh, okay. And that's why. Oh, the concave earthers. And there's oh, uh, yeah. And there is the Arctic ice, but it doesn't go out anywhere. It's just like a, it's like a it's like the Donald Trump wall, like a ice. Okay. Like yeah, a, like yeah. A, like a contact and lens, slightly uh, in a conical. Shape like I think this, there's something which going is, on, which what allows the sun and the moon to kind of rotate Revol on their little uh, merry-go-round. There's something in our in Antarctica because we're not allowed in a lot of it. So I think there's something going on. Mm. Mm. I also think we did land on the moon. You, that at that time? Yeah, at that time. 
in the 60s. With the flag waving with no wind? Well, is there a wind up there? I mean, there, everything else is was there, still. Is there a wind the up there in, in a land of no oxygen? No. So why is the flag waving? It, it's just ripple. Like if you were to take fabric and like that, it yeah. would keep that. It would keep that. Why There's is there a craft services table in the background? <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> is there really? What have you seen? <laughs> There's like a key grip on the floor, just like taping the you black see, tape you down. See the boom like, mic. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly feel like if we zoomed out of that photo, we totally would be a boom. We would see a boom mic. I think there's just been so many things that have been have turned out to be fake since yes. then that it's easy to look back at the things in history and go, well, that was probably fake too, and and, and maybe there were some. Maybe there are some things, but I don't know. It just, I just can't subscribe to that yet. I mean, maybe I'll be proved wrong. Here's I why I can't subscribe to it. Do you think that the government could keep a lid on that for that long? I know. That's what everyone, that's what, that's what Jack I feel like that's putting a lot like, of faith in the federal yeah, government. Exactly. A lot of, even with the false flags that I think are all fake too. Like Jack's like, are the ambulance drivers in on it? Are right. the like There's wives so of the ambulance drivers in, in on it? it? Yeah. Yeah. He always like breaks down to like, are the teachers in on it? Are the everything so yeah. oh, the background of all that just seems like so layered that is i don't know i'm still yeah. forming my opinions i'm like a wall of antarctica slowly building so please give the me other thing, now we've got someone like tesla who's like putting rockets into the yeah the atmosphere and, and it's just a matter of time before the next person does and the next person does and then you get up there you're gonna see it aren't you See that? See it? Yeah, see, I'll see, see the. I'll see up yeah. there. There was that guy that just built a rocket and tried to get up there. Yeah, he didn't make it. Nope. Oh, did he die? No, we we, no, no. we were we were hoping, but you know he, he didn't get high enough, right? Yeah, he did, he, he should have gotten really high before he did it. Yeah, uh, his rocket didn't go high enough to right. see anything. Right, not into space. But he was going to go <gasps> and prove it. What if Nick's the first person to vape in space? <laughs> you should be. For real? How do we do this? I have no idea, but I think it definitely needs to happen. I feel like you should. I feel like there needs to be some type of like. I want to see how vapor uh, performs in zero gravity. Yeah. The Grim Green oh, Space that'd be Army. So weird. It's just a solid. Yeah, it's just a like a ball. Like yeah. It forms an orb. Could, yeah, that'd be great. So. So. so okay. So. So, so. The, the, as YouTube, uh, is there any type of like? tour that you do or like i know as a youtuber oh, yeah i'd like to transition into like appearances slash sure. tour slash i'm sure you're on panels and all that kind yeah, of stuff yeah i go to uh i go to the uk very regularly um the uk has multiple vape events because as a country they have taken a complete opposite stance of the united states where they have really embraced vaping as a form of tobacco harm reduction um, their smoking rates are even lower than the United States right now. Really? Um, yeah, they, they really love vaping there. There's signs, there's big signs in hospitals that say you can vape here. Switching to vaping is 95% healthier for you than traditional tobacco cigarettes. That's, so it's crazy to think of like London, like having people yeah. vape in London now. Because I think of Lots. that, we, even on the way here, we were talking about that being a place where like it's kind of you're it's cool to be yeah. cool so it's like it's that, cool to be cool <laughs> it is well <laughs> so i mean you know also know if that culture's embracing it then yeah it's then i don't know then it will be a then it's not just a fad it's, it's like it's not it's not just a fad there was in fact the the royal college of physicians is uh you know the largest most respected group of doctors in the world and they're based out of the uk this is the same group of doctors that back in the 50s made the link between cigarette smoking and lung cancer they were the first to wow. discover this, and, it, and the United States didn't catch up until the late 60s. They denied it. They still uh. had doctors smoking 
and telling people that right. smoking will help you with your, uh, you know, with your asthma. And right, right, like right. That. Yeah. And when you think of all the advertising on like Leave It to Beaver, every oh, single yeah, ad is yeah. for Camel cigarettes. And yeah, the Flintstones used to hawk cigarettes. Oh, they had right. commercials with the Flintstones. With the actual cartoons selling, of the Flintstones. Yeah, yep. selling cigarettes. And so the Royal yeah. College of Physicians, they first made the link between cigarette smoking and lung cancer. Well, they released a paper in 2016 called uh, Electronic Cigarettes and Tobacco Harm Reduction, where they're basically making the opposite of cigarettes they're saying look if you switch from smoking to these you know traditional tobacco cigarettes uh-huh. to vapor products it, it improves your health greatly it's at least 95 percent healthier for you if not more than that and so as a country they have really embraced vaping wow so they have a lot of events uh i i go there pretty frequently uh there's lots of panels there as well that i sit on um just to you know it's like a comic-con yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. You know, I get up there with a few of my friends who are also people within the industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talk to the crowd and we field questions and we talk about uh, legislation and advocacy and things like this. Um, I've been to Ireland and Sweden and kind of all over the place. Um, we, we organized a domestic tour here that was uh, it was actually the result of me uh, getting super stoned <laughs> and sometimes when I get super stoned, I start thinking of like business ideas uh-huh. and I had this idea about like, why don't I just go on tour? Like what's stopping me from right. just going on tour, like getting a bunch of friends, we get in an RV and we go visit vape shops on the West coast. Can we talk about content too? That's like yeah. what people even want to watch. We and can, we can film it. We can vlog it. We can have these events like at a vape shop where people are invited and, and there'll be uh, music and food and vaping and trick comps and things like this. And I wanted to do it. And it's a real hard sell trying to sell something like that. That's never existed before. Right. You know, like there hasn't been just a vape YouTuber that wanted to go on tour. Right. It's a really weird thing to pitch to people. Um, but we did it. And so it how many, real, how many people was it in the van? Uh, it was okay. Let me count. Uh, six. There were six of us. Oh my god. Six gosh. of us in an RV. Uh, we went from Vegas to Tucson, Arizona to Colorado, Utah, Idaho, the Pacific Northwest, back down through California and ended up back in Vegas. And along the way, you guys stopped at vape shops. Yeah, and along the way, we stopped at vape shops like uh, almost every other day. Some of them were back to back where the vape shops were closer. But like every other day, it's like we do this event. And, there, you know, in, in Colorado, we had this great event at the shop Vaporgate. And it was packed. I mean, packed. Loud music and food and everybody's vaping and they're doing cloud comps and trick comps. Wait, what's a comp? So I don't, so, oh, competition. Oh, competitions, uh. yeah. Even even, I don't even even like some <laughs> normal words. I'm just like, what's a that? What's a comp? What's yeah, a, what's a mod comp? I keep thinking everything is like an industry term, but I'm like, when well, no, you're just speaking like a normal. There's a lot of silly things we do in the vape Cloud industry comp. that is just for fun. Like it's it's really just for fun. No one really takes it that seriously. Right. And it's like two guys will stand back to back and try to blow the biggest cloud. Oh my god! And there's gosh. judges who go, oh, this guy won. Or, oh, this guy won. <laughs> and it's for fun. You know, it's it's just a dumb for fun thing. Yeah. But that's what happens at vape events when you get a bunch of vapors who are drinking and listening yeah. to music. And you're like, I bet I can blow a bigger cloud than you <laughs> back to back, you know, and you have a little cloud comp. Now, was there any like vaping fights? Give us the behind the scenes of like, oh, did you guys all get along? Was there know, any drama? I, I wanted to make sure I... I I have a group of friends that I call the squad that are, I don't want to say that I like hand picked them to be part of this like group of vapors, but they're just people that 
I really respect and are really good friends and we're all really good friends together. Right. And that's who I wanted to take on tour because I knew that there wouldn't be any right, right, right. weirdness or drama. We're all really good friends. We all really get along. And even when you would expect us to not get along, like uh, we were driving from Oregon back down to Reno and we had uh, no plans. We had no hotel to stay in. We were just looking for a campground so we could park the RV and then sleep oh and then gosh. drive the next day. And so we were just in uh, in this weird for it was like Camp Crystal Lake from Friday the 13th. It was just trees and a big lake and it was cold because it was October and yeah. it felt like a horror movie. Yeah. And we pull into this weird campground where there's like <laughs> this weird log cabin and there's like a flickering street light oh. and it was real and we get down there and we realize we have no food in the RV at all. And the nearest food is like 30 miles away. It's oh. 1 a.m. Oh You're not going to And we're it. all packed into this RV with no food. And we're just like, all right, well, what do we do now? Just sit here. And so we, uh, <laughs> we put on <laughs> like, uh, you know, beauty masks. Yeah. And we filmed it. And we laughed and, and we got stoned and had an amazing time. Oh, see, that's great. And it was great. one of those times where easily it was... It could have been because this was at the end of the tour. We're all really tired. Right. We're all really Ready irritable. Get, There's yeah. no food. We could have. It could have just taken one thing where we would have just turned saying, on each like, other. Well, if John was going to plan something, and then it's like, <laughs> oh, why right, do you right. always say John? And the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then it turns exactly. into like. Uh, but we didn't, and we all we all had a great time, and it's one of my fondest memories. Oh, of the tour, I love that, and it was really great. No one's going to attack a bunch of like six vapors wearing beauty masks if they are. This is going to get. Have they uh, made any like vaping? weapons yet like vaping are, weapons like swiss army vape knives uh not that i've seen no, okay. but that's a market that you could get into thank you if you want to i love that you think a swiss army knife is a weapon well, i mean you can <laughs> file someone to death or something you can clip their toenails until they bleed <laughs> tweeze their eyeballs <laughs> <laughs> so what else is next for your channel like in, in your mind kind of what's your grand vision um the uh the next thing i want to do is uh live streaming Okay. A lot of people are live streaming now on YouTube. Uh, I feel like that's really where it's going. Um, it's kind of like uh, I would make a comparison to television. It's like the difference between a scripted TV show and like reality TV. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I feel like it's going towards streaming. Well, especially since it's interactive. People can write you immediately. Yeah. Right? And they can say, hey, what do you think about this? You go, well, hey, uh, Sarah, Sarah, Bella, whatever. This person. Yeah. yeah. Sarah, and, Sarah Bella. Yeah. Sarah, yeah. Sarah, Bella. Uh, yeah. I can answer that question for you right now. It's yeah. like, it's like, oh, my God, he picked me. It's instant. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's right there. A lot of people are streaming already. Um, but I don't. And this is dumb. But I don't want uh, I don't want to just get on YouTube and start streaming like right. everybody else. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. Like. It's my brand. I want it to be cooler. I want it to be something better than what's out there now. Yeah. And so, ah, I've got some plans. Okay. I've got Don't some plans on yet. how to make it pretty cool. I've got some ideas, but streaming is definitely huh. where I want to be. Where can people find you? We've talked a lot about your uh, your vlogs, your YouTube sure. channels. Oh, Butch almost yeah. threw vlogs. up his lunch. Yeah, that was my, <laughs> it's a Russian word, right? Vlog, vlog. You're vlogging. <laughs> yeah, so where can people find you? Uh, I'm all over the internet. I'm all over social media. Everything is at Grim Green. Two M's in Grim because I don't know how to spell. <laughs> True story. <laughs> I thought I legitimately thought Grim had two M's in it, and it does not. Aww. Did you know that? But doesn't Grim's uh, like the Grim Reaper? It the, only has one. One M. I didn't know that. Grim. G R I M's fairy tales or whatever. Or? Did that have two M's? I'm pretty say, sure. I'm gonna look it up. 
I'm pretty sure Grimm's fairy tale. That, huh. I bet people. This may be your saving grace. People think I'm really I, into I like fairy you, tales. Yeah, I like that you've never looked. Well, this Grimm up. the TV series has, <laughs> two, has two M's. M's. Yes. But that was you were established before, so I feel like I you was. should sue them for. I was name. definitely established before. Grimm fairy tales. I M M. Yeah. I M M. Yeah. Okay. So. Well, it's Grimm with two M's. Green like the color. Yeah. Uh, it's on Instagram at Grim Green, Twitter at Grim Green, YouTube is my Grim Green, Facebook is Grim Green, uh, GrimGreen.com. Uh, I'm I'm everywhere. Yeah. You I'm want gonna a pimp gem out and the Twitter. I want more Twitter followers. Can you, you do any more Twitter followers? No, we can't. Yes, we can help. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. 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 Okay. We can definitely cool. do it. I guess Meryl says she can get you more. Oh, and fantastic. wait, before we hey, do, hey Meryl, when you're doing that, can you get us more? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Great. Probably, but what is our content? Because oh, Nick actually geez. has something to say. Uh, you're such a snappy little shit right now. Okay, so if you were going to pick uh, <laughs> like a vape thing for Bo and I to start out with, like if you were to look at me and be like, Meryl, I think you'd like the something something. Like <laughs> like what would you, what kind of vapor would I be? And what, like what kind of thing would you pick out for me? Uh, it's hard to say. It's hard to say because you're not a smoker. Nope. You're not a smoker. Not at all. So you would have to have zero milligram juice. I wouldn't give you any nicotine. Good. At all. Please don't. Um, it would probably be something, honestly, like a... Have you ever used a hookah or anything like um, that? Yes. I feel like I've I've been to a hookah <laughs> bar. Right. Did you use the hookah itself? Um, no. Okay. I just looked. There was a bunch of, like, Armenian boys trying to hit on me, and I'm just like, get me. I'm, not, I'm like, I'm not a hookah. <laughs> so, no, I haven't. Uh, I haven't hooked myself, you but I've hooked? been around a hookah you situation. You hooked yourself? Right. Hooked. Jesus. Um, well, so so no nicotine. Right. At all. Okay, no nicotine. Um, honestly, uh, like a nice mod and a, and a little sub-ohm tank, they're really easy to use. You just open them, fill it with the juice, close it, vape it. Okay. And that's it. And, and it's very flavorful and satisfying. I like um, that. Is yeah. there like a pizza flavor or something? Or like sodium? Ah, there is, or, but why? Because I love sodium. No. Do you want a pizza you flavor? Don't or like vape? ramen. <laughs> why would you want that in a vape? Because I I just like the taste you of like chicken You love ramen broth. so much that you just want to smoke it? Yeah, I would if I could. <laughs> wow. Spicy That's dedication shrimp. I don't to the think ramen. I'd want, yeah, I don't think I'd want yeah. a flavor that I could. Yeah, what? What would yeah. Bo be? Bo's kind of like the scotch. Of scotch? Yeah, Bo's like. See, that sounds like a flavor that you would want in a vape. It's like like right like, yes. a, like something that's bourbon earthy. There, yeah. There's lots of uh, tobaccos that are yeah. tobacco bourbony tobaccos or spicy tobacco b- yeah. flavors and things like that. I generally around my house I do really low nicotine vaping because I can just vape everywhere. I just vape all over the place. I vape when I'm <laughs> going in the bathroom. I, I vape in bed. I vape in my office. Have you ever vaped in the shower? Uh, uh, yes. Yes, he has. Why are you blushing and smiling so much? That's it's like weird. <laughs> What's the weirdest? Have you ever vaped while you're having sex? Yes. <gasps> wow. <laughs> oh my goodness. During it? Yeah. I don't know if I want any of my fans listening to this. Um, I've had. No, I can't even say that. Why? I don't want to say that. We get, we'll cut it out. I don't want to say that. Um, I've had vapor blown in my face while mid coitus, and uh, it's a. I I enjoy it. I rather mid enjoy coitus. it. Mid coitus, and I rather enjoy it. I'm gonna try Question. my ramen flavored one right in the middle of. <laughs> where's the, where's the place that you've blown vape smoke? That's the weirdest. The weirdest place? Yeah, you were blown. Not into a body some, part, but like ha, a location. Have you ever blown into yeah. some girl's asshole? No. Oh my gosh, oh no. Bo, this just is a family asking. show. Uh, I am offended. Bo, whoa, whoa. No, but I mean, <laughs> o- I mean, honestly, blowing vapor at someone, another vapor, is one of the more fun aspects of vaping. You just walk right. up behind your buddy Dwayne and you're like, and you just. That's pretty nice, though, right? Because he's like. 
you're wanting to get clouded. Yeah. He's, he's like, is that you, you pizza? You kind of embrace it. <laughs> is that ramen? <laughs> Mine is like creamy garlic chicken or something. What if mine's like, I, I would do like a leftover Chinese. Maybe I could do a line of She would do like capers, capers and white Oh my fish. God, a lox <laughs> bagel. Yeah, it would just be like the most disgusting flavor. Instead of vapor, caper. Ch- oh, oh, God. Oh, that's oh. a million dollar uh, idea. Lox and caper vapors. <laughs> And I just do a whole line matzo ball. <laughs> oh my gosh, I am coming out with this. I am branding it right now. Copyright issue, Meryl Klimo. <laughs> it's just a Jewish like, yeah. yep. oh, this tastes ashy. Can you say that? Yep. Is it too soon? Oh. Oh, wow. Oh, jeez. This, that tastes, like, this tastes like uh, uh, jewelry in a bowl. That's what that tastes like. <laughs> what? Jesus. I don't even know what's happening. Yeah, we take the... Yeah. Well, I think it's time. All right. Well, what, what do you what do you want to talk about? Do you do you want a little bit more? Yeah. Or I'm do you do, do, both. You, do you, okay. I'm I'm a girl that wants both. So first, we're going to ask you. I'm going to ask you a question. What we do is we have roll call, and now it's time for the camper of the week. <laughs> Did you just do like a line of coke in the bathroom or something? Okay. So this is the part of the show where we have people write in. Questions and then oh you are okay well, I've well, heard it a few well, times well. but it continue explaining okay. it to me. no 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 it's fine okay. you know obviously so fuck you what's the <laughs> question tell us the question god damn it okay this week's camp of the week is actually Eric Eric asks if we were able to bring back dinosaurs should we ooh I like this one uh, I want to say yes so if we could we we should. I'm I'm for purely selfish reasons. You just want to see. I dinosaurs? just want to see a dinosaur. Yeah, but then do you just confine them into a cage, or you oh. let them run loose like they would? <laughs> like Hollywood no. Boulevard, there's a dodo yeah. bird like running down. Which a dodo know. bird? There are many dodo birds. That's not a dinosaur. Yes, it is. A dodo bird. A dodo. A pterodactyl di- dodo bird. Or wait, wait. <laughs> a pterodactyl. But dodos went extinct. Yeah, no, they weren't they dinosaurs. A dinosaur? no, okay. Really? No, Meryl. Uh, aren't geez. they an ancestor of a dinosaur? No, okay. You're 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 stretching now. For real? Yeah. No, no. They're, they're just a bird. Just but a they're bird. extinct. They are extinct. You so are right like on one point here. Yeah. A brontosaurus. A brontododo. A tech. <laughs> T-Rexosaurus. I feel like the herbivore ones, if we could bring them back and clone them, because they're so cute and big. Okay, oh, so that's like a good the herbivores. So just so maybe, that's a good point. Right. Or maybe T-Rex, but we unleash them in the cities where we want to be depopulated. Oh my goodness. What are you, Trump? Oh. <laughs> we'll have them. We'll, we'll put them in the space. Dinosaur. <laughs> the border police are just yeah, the dinosaurs. Border police like. are t- T-Rex. Build that wall. We don't have to. We'll just put these T-Rex down here. Yeah. I think it would good be good for us to like have some pterodactyls running around. It'd are you us, crazy? It would no. make us watch ourselves a little bit more. No, because then we'd <sighs> shoot them. I feel like in this day and age, I don't want to bring back the dinosaurs and then have us like kill them with a handgun or something. There's like no way. Listen. Uh, here's my opinion. Okay. I, I do want to hear more of what you have to say, but sure. my opinion is this. Um, things go extinct, and especially the dinosaurs went extinct without man being involved. Yep. So why are we going to play God, in a sense, or play whatever, and bring them back for our own our, our own thing? Right, because I don't want them to be in a zoo. I'd feel so bad if right. we well, brought them where, back. What do you think we're going to bring them back and be like, now run the fields. Yeah. No, there's no Stay way. Stay over there. They, we, would, we would clone them, bring them back. We would... We would bring them back and we would do exactly what all the movies have done and what exactly what you think about zoos. It'd be like they just put them in a zoo in a cage and go, yep, there you go. Now now give us money to look at them. And and otherwise, if you let them run and roam, it's like they're not supposed to be here right now. Just like maybe there's a day that we're not supposed to be here anymore. And it's just meteor. Humans are gone. And there's another race that goes, should we bring back the humans and put them in a cage? You know what I mean? 
It's like, I don't think so. I think, I mean, this is fantasy, this like Jurassic Park and stuff like that. It's like, oh, it's a great movie. Yeah. But like, it brings up the questions that we're asking right now. Should you even do this? I want to Probably pet not. Paleosaurus. So my answer is yes, but bring back the herbivores. So just the Only. herbivores. Yes. Just herbivores. And then maybe like wrap something like cellophane around their tail or something so they can't hurt anyone or knock anyone. Right. Cellophane right. makes, yeah, that makes a lot or, of sense. That you're going to need a lot of cellophane. Cellophane. <laughs> cellophane. Or like cellophane. recyclable made from plastic water bottles or something because then you're also saving the environment. I love when she gives me answers like this because then she flips her hair. <laughs> Inevitably, she always flips her hair when she says like, bring back the herbivore. You could wrap my extensions <laughs> around them. Yeah, it's like, just wrap cellophane around <laughs> the strongest material on the planet, <laughs> cellophane. I feel like I use my ha- my extension you- hair flip as a diversionary tactic when no. I have no answer but I just want like... <laughs> I kind of feel <laughs> like it's your it's your period to the sentence. You always go, yeah. and Confidence. so then I'm going to say this, period. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Yeah. So yes, I... I love herbivores and I love Ducky or whatever in the Land Before Time. Okay, that's not a real dinosaur. It's a fucking cartoon. Yeah. He's so cute. What are you doing? What are you doing? Real dinosaurs are huge. Huge. Even if you brought back a brontosaurus, which is uh, an herbivore, yeah, like five it would, five, it would control it, yeah. an amount of space that is insane. An it's insane huge. amount. And it could destroy this whole city in, a, in yeah. an afternoon just walking through. Yeah, hmm. it could just walk down. Whatever yeah. Hollywood Boulevard, people killed, and just crushing cars yeah. and killing. Maybe people. if we train them. Now you're yeah. training Train them? a dinosaur. Caesar Malo- Caesarosaurus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think in this scenario you're the dodo. I just have to tell you. I have to tell you're you. the sore ass. <laughs> but I mean, who's to even say that dinosaurs? You know, dinosaurs existed what millions of years ago. Right. How do we know that they would even survive in this, in this climate, uh, this atmosphere? Yeah. Could be. They might not even. Oh, uh, Eric, I like where your head's at, and I wish we could go back to dinosaur times. No, but you don't. No, you don't. You, no. would, you wouldn't last a fucking 10 minutes. Yeah. You wouldn't. There's no way. Uber. Uber we dinosaur. I, I truly believe that we were not meant to be in the same space at the same time. There's no way. You man think, versus you, T-Rex. You think man would have survived in the T-Rex times? I just no, don't think so. No, definitely not. No fucking way. Not a you chance. You don't think we would have developed like. A bond. Where the T Rex? No, it's no, no, ridiculous. not a bomb. We would have developed them? weapons to kill what them. What? So now you're already developing weapons. I don't to kill want them? to, but I'm just saying that's what man probably would have done. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, believe uh, me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you thought this through. I think baby I dinosaurs t- are so cute. So my answer is yes. Do we bring back baby dinosaurs only. <laughs> not the mama. <laughs> oh yeah, I think that like, that's what they're gonna be yes, like. Okay, that's so what they're gonna you're gonna bring it back. They're gonna be like the ABC uh, TGIF series. We bring the them dinosaurs. back we, in the modified version 2.0 dinosaur. So they're like you're already playing God on changing them and yeah. training yes. them and putting them in a certain space and only this type and blah blah. What if you didn't have that choice? Life finds a way. Life. I think like a 40 pound one. Could be a, like a service dinosaur. I bring it on a flight. A service dinosaur. I can't see that. Oh my god! I would walk it a on a leash. Little stegosaurus that says, "Please yeah. don't pet me." Oh my gosh! <laughs> and it's like tiles are. Oh, and it's like little sweet tiles. I love that. I'm gonna tonight. I'm gonna spend like honestly four hours looking up dinosaur <laughs> pictures. I, I know you already have a name picked out. What's the name of your dinosaur? That um, <laughs> see, I, I think don't know. I think you're actually what you're saying is you're not wrong for saying it. This is how you feel, but you are the the problem with the way humans think, which is, oh, wouldn't it be great to have a dinosaur? We could make them our pets. Yeah. We could hunt them. We could we could train them and they would be really funny and like like stand up comic dinosaurs and you could it's like, no, no. If you injected dinosaurs into where we are now, you would immediately become 
the secondary species. It would destroy us for sure, hmm. which is fine, but we're not going to live. They're going to eat us. They're going to destroy us. They're going to stomp on us. It's just there's no way. Imagine, stomp on us. imagine having a dog, okay, a dog that was uh, five stories tall, okay? Mm-hmm. Do you think it would eat a person? I think it would. I think it would eat lots of people, but then hesitation. it would recognize me, and then it, him and I would have like a bond, and he'd, <laughs> and then he'd be like Godzilla. He'd lift me up and then crush me with his little fingers <laughs> until I explode, and I'm just vape juice. I kind of feel, I kind of feel like Meryl's watched too many like '80s kids films where like there's an alien that lands or a dinosaur, and yeah. they become friends and they train. Ah. I'm like, see, they're my friend. It's a ghost, Casper. It's like it doesn't work like that. If nope. a, if a ghost came into your house, it wouldn't be hanging out with you playing video like, games. I'm the Jane Goodall and they're my chimps <laughs> of dinosaurs yeah but wait didn't a chimp kill her, Is that her? I, feel like, I feel like she died by like chimp strangling or something like that I forget how it worked oh my gosh so yeah no she lives on the moon now uh-huh. mm-hmm. okay next up a little bit s'more and this is where you tell us a little bit that was the least exciting uh, presentation a little bit s'more bad segue. I'll do it again that was a bad segue bad segue you know why don't you do the segue then wait, wait hold on hold on hold on Speaking of dinosaurs, <laughs> I was going to say something about a fire, like the creation of fire. Do you know what I mean? With Mm-mm. dinosaurs? No. Okay, we can't do it. I was going to do a segue. with si- uh, fireball, fireball, blah, blah, blah. We cook some s'mores. Actually, that's talking about s'mores. Um, okay, so you really... Okay, so we just have decided that Meryl is so just out of the... Out of her gourd when it comes to <laughs> dinosaurs. She lives in a Disney movie. I think we have really? created many things. We've been able to create light when we don't have light. We've been able to create <laughs> tools and we've been able to create fire. Yes. We've been able to create lots And of from things. the fire, we were able to create s'mores, which is why we should talk about a little bit s'more. That was my, my, my Merodactyl. Oh, my. My Merodactyl. <laughs> <Merildactyl. laughs> I'm swooping down on you to... We'll just have Nick do it. We'll just have Nick pick his for the sake of everyone's sanity. <laughs> okay. The, so the Merodactyl is here. we did smoke weed. We oh, my God. The Merodactyl is here, and she is leading this conversation to a little bit s'more. Yes. See my boo and do my bow, and now it's time for a little bit s'more. Which is the part of the conversation where Nick's going to tell us something that he's been digging. It could be a movie, could be some music, something else besides your even career. another podcast yeah, or another something else uh, that you're YouTube digging. channel. Oh, something I've been digging. Something yeah. you're really into. <sighs> okay, the, the, okay. So this is weird. It's not that weird. Actually, it's not that weird compared to everything else we've been um, talking. <laughs> I recently got into record collecting. I like it. Is Very vaping of you. I, it's just, uh, I never cared about, uh, I grew up in the 90s where everything was a physical format. Yes. Like I had CDs. Yes. And these were my CDs and I owned them. And then in the digital age, we kind of got away from that. And now I just have an iPhone loaded up with eight quadrillion songs yeah. that I don't r- own. I rent this music. Right. I pay 15 bucks a month to rent it. And I missed owning music. And I miss the idea of just listening to an album from beginning to end and enjoying it as it was intended by the band or artist right. to be enjoyed. Right. And so uh, I recently got into collecting records. And nice. I have a big long list of records that I'm on the lookout for, you know? Oh my gosh. Uh, we go to record stores in LA 
and we just spend you know an hour or two just looking Fiddling through looking for records and records that I want to buy and yeah. I've just been getting into into collecting records collecting records so in LA in how LA. cool I man I know I feel very LA doing that's that that's very southern california if you're drinking like a matcha tea or something then yeah. you're, while you're <laughs> yeah. doing it then you know you're yeah. in the right place can you pick two records that you would recommend right now all, all the records that I buy are really old okay um, I mean not really old um, uh, there is one record that I bought recently that is, uh, uh, it's a Cal Southern California band named Fu Manchu and they're fantastic. They play like, I don't even know how I would describe it. Like fuzzy skater rock. Okay. Like it's not quite punk, but it's not, it's Fu Manchu. <laughs> uh, they released an album called California Crossing. That is my favorite Fu Manchu record. I just found it at Amoeba. I bought the deluxe. Fu Manchu, California Crossing, Original Pressing. It's an amazing, amazing nice. album. I like that. Okay. Um, and another one I got recently uh, is from a band called Cave In, which really obscure band. Um, but they, once upon a time, they started off as like this really hardcore, like death metal-y kind of band. And then the next, very next record they released was all like indie and singy and hooky choruses and uh they just completely changed genres and I, I suddenly loved them and they released one album that's my favorite album of theirs called perfect pitch black unbelievable album just beginning to end i, I forgot how much i miss listening to an album beginning to yeah. end yeah because there's a few songs on that cave in album that i have saved on like a you know a spotify playlist so mm -hmm. i hear like the world is in your way constantly but i don't hear any other songs on the record yeah and then when i bought the record i went this is all amazing yeah this is yeah. all really good beginning to end i actually just got a record uh from when i was younger called badly drawn boy and the album from beginning to end is that thing it's it, it you can't listen to just one song yeah. you've heard it in spotify playlists and stuff, but like sure the whole album is so fucking good mm -hmm. beginning to end it's, it's its own experience like a going to see a movie you don't want to watch just like five or ten minutes right. of the movie exactly you, you want to watch it from beginning to end to understand it and like when you get a good album like that that's it's just so good it's yep. so mm, feels delicious that's like yes. when we go see counting crows together we're gonna stay for the whole concert from beginning to end i don't I think make that's King gonna happen, go to it? counting crows with me we're gonna go yes i've told you over and over That'd be a great show <laughs> have you seen adam duritz lately in my uh, in my fantasies holy fuck <laughs> <Just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> if that's what i'm into no wonder why i want like dinosaurs to be coming back <laughs> I, I asked i asked my girl to pull up a picture the other day of adam duritz because i was like i'm pretty sure he wears a wig now because he had like you know it kind of crows guy had the the dreads he's a white dude yeah. with dreads. and i was like pull a picture i'm pretty sure it's a wig and the dreads are getting up, like more and, and more intense like, holy fuck yeah he's it's it's amazing if you can just Google Adam Duritz right now. I feel bad, he's, but like he he looks like he he's got he's seen better days. I feel like if we went to Hollywood Boulevard right now and walked around, we'd see Adam a Ninety percent <laughs> chance of us seeing Adam Duritz like yeah. dressed as a Deadpool character trying to get money or something. <laughs> like like I would bet five grand right now that he's on Hollywood Boulevard. He's like, like it's been a long December. Uh, <laughs> cool. Well, thank you so much, Nick. You're yeah, awesome. Absolutely, my pleasure. You Everyone, guys. check out Grim Green. Yeah, two M's, green, green. two yeah. E's, one N. All that stuff. Uh, if I can throw this on at the end. Yes. Do it. Uh, right now, the Food and Drug Administration is uh, taking feedback for uh, flavored vapor products. 
And you can go to the website FDA100K.com and uh, submit your feedback to if you're a vapor, if you're a non-vapor, if you know someone who's quit smoking uh, using vapor products. Uh, flavors are an incredibly crucial component of the vaping process. And uh, we need to let the FDA know so that they don't attempt to regulate them out of existence. So we, what are we supposed to say? Or we, or we just say what, what flavors we like? Yeah, what, what flavors you like. Uh, if you're, I mean, you're not a vapor, but mm -mm. if you went on there, you'd say, an my, advocate. my friend uh, Nick, Yep. Uh, he, he was a pack-a-day smoker for 13 okay. years. Yep. Uh, he quit using root beer flavored e-liquid. It's incredibly important. I don't think that the FDA should regulate these heavily or take flavors away from vaping. Um, it's a really important thing that's going on right now. So okay, cool. Thank you. Yeah, there. definitely. We will yeah, do that for sure. Absolutely. Awesome. But thank you for thank having you. me. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. This episode of Campfire Shit Show was produced by Bo Hufford and Meryl Climo. It was edited by Bo Hufford, and the theme song was produced by me, your friendly camp counselor, Jeremy Stack. Hey, campers! If you want to be the next camper of the week. Email campfireshitshow at gmail.com. Say hi to Bo and Merrill on Instagram at campfireshitshow. And please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. <laughs>